0: so what do you think the podcast where we chat about the bible from genesis to revelation with friends family and loved ones we laugh it's the labor where they wash up then- oh yeah. <laughs> <love> the tomatoes. <laughs> uh, this is Chain's Chinese restaurant. <laughs> we get a little silly. Jericho, Joshua, the bottle of Jericho, oh. and the walls can come in. I feel I have a hard time with condiment, condiment, <laughs> Not condiments. She loves ketchup and mayonnaise. <laughs> so, in she A little serious. My spirit, Bub. What if I give you what you deserve? And a lot grateful. When you feel that you know where is God? Well, well, that's him. That's him showing his love. Yes, he's got he's got all these people loving on you. You know. As we ask and answer questions about the Bible, faith, God, and everything in between, welcome to So What Do You Think? Take a load off, get comfy, and stay a while. Everybody, it is Robert. I got the podcast this week to myself. That means I can say anything about uh, Missy that I want to. Ah, ah, just kidding. I wouldn't do that. Okay, maybe I would, but not where she could catch me. Because I don't know if you know, but she's tougher than all the rest of us. Uh, but anyway, so I've got the podcast this week, and we're going to talk about something just a little bit different or the same. We've actually mentioned it in probably several podcasts, and um, I got a suggestion from one of my friend, Eric Anderson. Uh, He said uh, that uh, we should do the podcast on surrender, and I think that's a fantastic idea. Here's the complication, and what makes it a little bit different is that the word surrender is um, not actually in the language, the Greek or the Hebrew. Uh, It's not a word that was, especially from the Hebrew perspective of the Old Testament, about the word, as we understand it in English, surrender, where you put your hands up and you give up and somebody takes you into, uh, you know, into custody. That's that's the idea that we understand as, as surrender. Of course, there's a Webster's Dictionary, you know, how, how it's defined that way, and it's uh, it's a little bit more complicated than that, but that's basically what it is, is that giving yourself up so that another can take possession uh, of your body. Wait, should probably be careful with that, huh? Anyway. So, I'm going to do it from the perspective of Galatians 2:20, and as, if you've been listening for a while, you know that that's one my favorite scripture. And two, falls under the line of uh, my life scripture. It's where, when uh, I'm in confusion or when I've uh, hit a spot that uh, maybe a dry spell, whatever, is I always go back to my life, um, my life scripture, and my life scripture again. It's Galatians 2:20. This is Paul. Uh, talking to uh, the people in that area, Galatia was a, kind of a uh, open area. It wasn't. It wasn't a specific, uh, you know, city, town. Uh, you know, air, it was just an area and a specific type of people uh, that lived that lived there. So Paul wrote to them based on something that had happened when he was in that area. So these folks knew what he was talking about. And what happened was uh, Peter and some others had come to that area. And they initially, because that area is uh, uh, Gentile, uh, mostly a Gentile population, when Peter got there, he uh, began to, he he of course started fellowshipping with them. He would eat with them. He would spend time with them. And uh, then when a group of Jews came from Jerusalem to kind of talked to Peter and spent some time with him there. He pulled away from the Gentiles, and a group of from from Jerusalem also attempted, and I'm not really sure, There's I don't think there's any specifics about how it happened, but they wanted to tell the, fo- the folks in the area, the Galatians, that, hey, it's great that you know Jesus, but at the same time, you also need to be circumcised, and you need to follow the law in order to live this life uh to, to, to know Christ. So what Paul did is Paul defended the gospel as we know it. And we know that you, you do not have to be circumcised and you do not have to necessarily follow the law once you've accepted Christ. So let's do it a different way. If follow the law it sounds like we should misbehave all the time, I and mean, that's not really what it means. Uh, as we talked about in a couple of different podcasts, the difference between the law and grace is a huge difference. One is based on your works and what you, you know, how do you how do you work your way to heaven? Well, of course, you can't, and we all know that it's an impossibility. So, grace is the thing that comes in and saves us. And of Christ's sacrifice on the cross, we we uh, accept that, and we have, of course at that point pass beyond the law. The law is complete in us, and we become His. Uh, our nature has changed at that point. So. That's what he's talking about here. He's talking about going beyond the, the law and accepting Christ's sacrifice on the cross and resurrection and salvation so that we can uh, not only have life in heaven later, we can have life here, uh, life that's born in Christ. So that's where we're at with this. This, this whole idea of uh, uh, Galatians 2.20, and this is kind of the peak of, uh, of the book. There's a lot of stuff in Galatians, if you have never read it. And I've talked to people who said, They have not, which surprises me. Uh, But read the book of Galatians and understand what Paul's saying here. But this is the crux of it. Galatians 2.20. For I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live. Christ lives in me. The life I live in this body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Now, why do I base the idea that uh, that we're talking about here about surrender? Because that's what this is. Galatians two twenty is Paul saying that we've made this step. We are uh, we are crucified with Christ, and I know that sounds a little weird because I didn't actually hang up on a cross physically. But what Paul's argument is, and it's a good one, is that in order for us to accept and become and change our nature and become like Christ. Uh, through that uh, sacrifice, it's us actually having to uh, spiritually die. Christ died on the cross. Jesus Christ died on the cross so that we could join him in that death. Um, similar to the idea of baptism. My idea of baptism is that you're out of the water. You're dead to Christ. You, you ascend into the water. You're now, you're now dead uh, spiritually, when you arise, you're alive in the Spirit of God. God has changed your nature, and you've become one with Him. Uh, it's in John, uh, the 14 through 16 chapters. You can hear uh, uh, read about Jesus actually saying the words that I am in Him, He is in me, and you are in us. So, when it comes to the us being crucified with Christ. Paul is physically making the, making the um, argument that we have a physical, spiritual change in our soul to become like Christ. So when it comes to the next part of it, I've been crucified with Christ for I no longer live. When we are crucified with Christ, it's no longer myself that is alive. It's actually Christ in me. It's actually Christ through me. It's actually my death of self and his life coming through and living out in the world. Of course, the physical bodies in the world our soul is the attachment between the physical world and the spiritual world and his spirit is now living inside of me so that I can be reconciled to God. I can be reconciled to the 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 the, the person who is my enemy just before I accepted him. Just before I became his and he's He healed me spiritually. He healed me. And see, here's the thing. It's not always a physical healing. Sometimes it is. But when God talks about healing us, he heals us from a spiritual perspective. He heals us from the idea of of being born again, and we are no longer an enemy to him. We are no longer at war with God. We're now in a, a relationship with him that we can thrive, and we thrive again from the spiritual level, not necessarily from the physical level. Yes, that does happen, but we're living our physical life out, from out of the spiritual life, where God is now living through us. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm having to go back through the scripture in my head as I'm talking about it. For I've been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me, as we just talked about. Uh, the life I live in this body, and again, we're talking about the, the, the idea of this body that we have that's in the physical world. We're now alive in this body because of our spiritual life, because God has now, we have been born again. Jesus talked about that when it came to Nicodemus, asked that question, yeah, can I be born again? Do I go back into my mother's womb? And of course Jesus said, no, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about spiritual rebirth, not physical rebirth. You can't go back in. This is about God living through us, about changing us on the inside. And about letting him live through us, so what is all this i'm going I'll come back to the scripture in a minute but i'm going to just want to recap for a second what does this have to do with sur- the idea of surrender because surrender is about giving ourselves up to someone else so galatians two twenty as i've just explained it is a great example of what that means. What does it mean to uh, to surrender in our vernacular in our ideals uh, The idea of surrender is is that we have given ourselves over to something bigger. We have surrendered our identity and ourselves and our beliefs, the, the physical, the soul, and the spirit, have surrendered ourselves from the spiritual level to God so that he can change us on the inside, so that he can make us like him, so that when he sees us, he sees it through the eyes of his son who died on the cross. He sees us as a perfect Example of his son, his son who died on the cross for us, uh, so that we could live. I know I'm, I sound like I'm being redundant, and I'm explaining this as best I can when it comes to this idea. Because again, the the the, uh, the Greeks and the and the and the Jews had or the Hebrew language and the Greek language. Don't, do not have words that complete that directly correspond with the word surrender. So they did not have an idea of throwing their hands up in the air and surrendering to an enemy. When that happened, as you saw throughout the Old Testament, the surrender became a uh, they became slaves to those that were that. Uh, uh, conquered them in battle. Uh, They'd go to war. If they were conquered, they ended up becoming slaves to those folks. And this is kind of the idea that we're looking at when it comes to surrendering to Christ. He becomes our master. We become his slave. A slave doesn't have any idea on what needs to be done, nor does a soldier, Paul talks about this, have any idea about what needs to be done outside of the realm of what the master or the general wants that The idea you can't get caught up in what's happening in the world because then you cannot surrender to the leadership of Christ. We can see what's happening around us in the physical world. We can er, interact with it. But our goal ultimately is to, sur, is to have him work in us and through us, to show us himself on a daily basis. If you want to know what God's will is for your life, guess what? He is. Let me say that again and I want you to think about it. If you want to know what God's will is for your life, He is. Any circumstance, any situation, whether it's good or bad, is about Him. Now, a lot of times, and I'm as guilty as anybody about this, is we make it about us. We look at our circumstance, we look at things happening in our lives, and we, what we see is, we see us. In all of our magnificence, in all of our glory, we see ourselves. We see ourselves to be the the center of the universe. We see ourselves as to be, well, that is ultimately good for me or that is ultimately bad for me. And the fact is, is that it's always about God. It's always about Christ living in us and living through us. If it's something in your life that's got you bound, it's about Him. Turn it to Him because Surrendering yourself to Him is a really hard thing to do on a daily basis because we look at the stuff that's happening in the world. There's a lot of stuff happening. There's a lot of stuff that we look at and don't understand until you put it through the scope of Jesus Christ in your life, until you hear Him in your heart, until you know that it's about Him. Comfort in your, in, your, in your life, peace in your life isn't about stuff that's not happening around you. If you're having a peaceful life because there's no turmoil, that's not really about what's, what, what peace is about. Peace is about us surrendering ourselves and letting God live in us. And God lived through us. Ultimately, no matter what happens, it's about Him. It's about Him living in us and living through us. Uh, And again, I know I'm sounding, I'm repetitive and redundant and regurgitating. And wow, there's a lot of reason there. Re, 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 re. Anyway, sorry. I got off topic there. So let's go back to Galatians 2.20 for a second. Let's see if there's anything else to add. So for I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live. Christ lives in me. The life I live in this body, I live by faith in the Son of God. Now, what does that mean? Faith is an ultimate in surrender. Because faith is not actually walking into something blind. Faith is understanding something and believing it. Faith is the ultimate in in surrender. Because you can, you give yourself up to someone else. We're giving ourselves up to Christ. And as Job said, I will love you even if you slay me. So, Ultimately, and I know uh, y'all probably heard me say this before on the podcast, is when there's bad things in our life, we look at them as that, that way. Okay, well, here, this is bad, or you know, we need to make it good, whatever. So when something bad happens in your life, ultimately the worst thing that can happen in that situation, doesn't matter what it is, is that you physically die. Well, let me just point something out. As a believer who has the living God living through you and in you, ultimately the greatest thing that can happen to us is that we physically die. Uh, try to reconcile that, okay? Think about it. Try to reconcile it. The fact is, is that the worst thing in the physical world is that we die. The best thing in the spiritual world is that we, that we die and that we live spiritually forever that our goal ultimately is to be in another country, as Paul puts it, uh, to be in another place called, You know the, that it's called heaven. But really, it's the, the reality of it is, is that we will be in the presence of our Savior, of the one that we've made peace with, the, uh, the one that we're no longer at war with, the one that we are reconciled to, the one that loves us so much that he died for us, even though we were sinners, Romans, uh, even though we were sinners, even though we were doing everything we could to, to disobey, to be, to be out of relationship with, with God. He loved us anyway, and he died on the cross for us to prove it. He didn't just say, oh, I love you, and then walk off. He took that step that showed that no matter who we are, no matter what we do, probably is a better way to put it, no matter what we do, that he loved us enough to die on the cross for us. And I want to I want to emphasize that just for a second because once we accept Christ uh, and we we have God living in us and we have the Holy Spirit living through us, uh, living in us and has we have accepted that sacrifice, then uh, what you do becomes less relevant than who you are. And what do I mean by that? Uh, as a living human being in the physical world, we interact with other. Of course, imperfect humans, and we ourselves are imperfect in the physical realm, physical world. So we do have a tendency, we will fail on a continual basis, some of us, uh, all of us actually, uh, whether we admit it or not. So we, we look at the world from that perspective. So, oh my gosh, I must be a terrible person, I did this sin. Uh, ultimately, because of your belief in Christ and the Holy Spirit living inside you, that isn't quite as important as who you are. So you've become um, redeemed. Since you've changed inside, ultimately, who you are almost negates what you do. That doesn't mean you run out and do it. Now, Paul had this whole argument. Um, again, I think it was in Galatians. Maybe it was in Romans. But he had this whole argument. About, does that mean we got, no, I think it was Galatians. Do we, does that mean we can run out and just uh, sin and do whatever we want to? And he said, no, because we honor God through who we are. Uh, not by what we do. So what we do, if it also honors God, that's just a little little gravy on top. As I put it uh, many times, is that uh, I love my mother, who's probably listening to this right now. Say, so, hi, Mom. I love my mother. And my mother loves me. And no matter what I do, my mother will always love me. My mother has sacrificed her life for us kids. Uh, and that sacrifice uh, shows us how much she does love us and so she she loves without necessarily having it returned but my goal is to not do anything to to displease mom so I love her because I love her enough to not want to upset her no, no, that doesn't mean we don't have some pretty stringent talks because she'll tell you we do She yells at me a lot, though. I just want you to know, don't feel sorry for me, because my mom's really, really the sweetest person on the planet. Uh, Besides my wife, of course. Sorry, honey, Uh, and my sister. Man, I got to tell you what, I'm just—I need to get called up here. Anyway, so mom, uh, she loves me no matter what, even if I do wrong. Mom loves me. That's how it is with God. So my goal is to um, is to do something, anything I can to to. You know, to, to make her happy I don't want to upset her by doing stuff that she just doesn't she wouldn't like uh, and it, but it's not out of a it's not out of a, uh, an idea that I have to it's because I want to it's because it's part of who I am and it's part of mine and her relationship uh, so anyway what else do we have for Galatians 2:20 did I have anything else I'm not really sure uh, for I've been crucified with Christ and I long live Christ lives in me. The life I live in this body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Well, we've covered that many, 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 many times in this podcast, and probably others, as he gave himself for me. Um, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. So he gave himself to me so that I could ultimately live with him, and him live with me. The veil that was in the temple... Remember that separated the Holy of Holies from the outer or the inner court, uh, kept uh, those who had not sacri- been sacrificed uh, or sa- had blood sacrifice done, uh, kept them out. Well, when Christ died on the cross, you read it in Scripture, that veil was torn, allowing us access to the Father. And we, we have access, access to the Father because of the spiritual bond that we have through the Holy Spirit. God locked that in when you accepted Him. And when you were redeemed, when you changed on the inside, the Holy Spirit changed you. So, there you go. It's not about what you do. It's about who you are, ultimately. So, with that being said, I want to offer something that we do here every, every week. Uh, Missy usually does it, but she's probably taking another nap. Uh, she does that a lot. Don't let her fool you. <clears throat> I'm kidding. Anyway... Uh, I'm probably going to pay for all these missy comments. Uh, so anyway, we uh, we offer it at this point in time. Uh, you get a chance to become one of those redeemed. If you know somebody, you're listening to this, and you listen to us on a regular basis, you know somebody that could uh, be- wants to become part of the family, but they don't know how. Well, this is a good good way to do it. So just uh, we're going to bow our heads. It's just a quick prayer. There's nothing secret about it. There's nothing for uh, that. that that's you know, it's not magical or anything like that. So just uh, just realize that this is about God and uh, it's about us accepting His sacrifice. So here's the prayer, dear Jesus. Thank you for your sacrifice on the cross. I accept that sacrifice and ask you to forgive me of my sins of being a sinner please redeem me change me I love you Lord Amen that's all you needed just, uh, just remember surrender is about giving yourselves to Him surrender is about letting God be God in your life And when you think, I don't know what's going on, I don't know, just turn back to that. Because it's always about Him. It's always about what He's doing in our lives. So, thanks everybody. Love you. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Are you interested in listening to more episodes? Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeart, and Spotify. Do you have a question you'd like us to chat about? Email us at swduthink at gmail.com. We have new episodes every Monday. See you next time.